What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jill on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose. And we are here to talk about a Chicago Bulls loss, 117-114 to the Sacramento Kings. Before we get into this, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating review because that's cool and tough. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, could you please go over to YouTube on Tap Sports, that YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell. Anytime we go live, you'll be notified. We're presented by Sports Illustrated. Fuck, man. Your boy. Your boy scurned us, man. <laughs> fucking come on. What? I titled this one, Bulls Third Quarter Collapse Helps Kings Keep Their Crown. Um, Damn. Did they blow that? Yeah, no, you you start that first half against one of the hottest teams in the NBA, one of the best teams in the NBA this year. Uh, if you watch the Bulls broadcast, you you heard Stacey and Adam making all the references to the Golden State-style offense after adding some shooters and throwing Sabonis in that Draymond Green type of role, but he can actually play offense. So uh, definitely a winning combination over there for them. And Fox leads the league in clutch points. Uh, the Kings are the number one clutch team in the league. Uh, so a team that actually knows how to finish games against a team who, with all the continuity that we have, still doesn't know how to close a fucking game. Continuity. Throw your hands up. So, you, you know, I mean, and then that fourth, you got DeMar hitting two four-point plays. Um, Wild shit. I've not, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Like, I don't remember anybody else that did it. I, I mean, there's a lot of things in this game that I've never seen before. The botched alley-oop assist from Zach. Uh, they from give Nate that to Zach. I don't know if they gave it to him, but they should have because it was so clean and crisp. It did look sweet. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of stuff in this game that I've, I don't know that I've ever seen before. It's a bonus. Triple double, 14 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, we talked about this the other night. We both were kind of getting up for a letdown. We, we we knew the tougher part of the schedule was coming. The t- Kings are supposed to be uh, one of the more favorable matchups in this five-game skid here. Um, but they got the best of us, and it hurts because they got the point guard I wanted, and they – have a similar blueprint to what the Bulls thought they were doing. 
um, and accelerating what was a rebuild for a lot longer than the Bulls. But um, it's just it, it hurts because the Bulls came out so strong. Oh, yeah, they, they and came out predictably just threw it away in that third. Yeah, they came out crisp as hell, man. They look good. Uh, the only one who really didn't come out to me crisp as hell was Zach Levine. Uh, struggled tonight. I mean, Pat Bev was doing his job. He's not a scorer, so people got to get rid of that. But he did have 11 fucking rebounds. This guy, he just flies all over the place. Um, you know, I, I just, everybody came out kind of crisp looking good. Io struggled a bit. Um, what did you think of Io getting the start over, Pat? Yeah, I was I was surprised by that. But I also kind of at the same time, you got a guy like Kevin Herter that's smaller and that moves without the ball very well. Then you have De'Aaron Fox. you got to stick Pat Bev on De'Aaron Fox right away. Then you're going to bring in another lengthy defender to go on to Herder. I mean, what are you going to do there? You know, I Pat can't keep up with them. I mean, and you don't want to necessarily put Pat on Harrison Barnes. I don't really feel like that. And Murray's not a big enough threat to have Pat in. I would take Pat's scoring off the bench. I agreed with what Billy did with that. Um, what I do not agree with is exactly what Chai Sports fans said, too. I'm not right sure Bev was in longer than Pat when we needed the floor spacing as the game was coming to a close. But I was okay with the start. Plus, at the beginning of the game, that you, I, it was the first time I ever got to hear from Chicago twice within the Bulls starting lineup. So that was really cool. Pat Bev got one. Io got one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was I was really happy with the fast start of the game. They had uh, in the first half. What was it like twenty? Was a, I, I tweeted out they had like twenty made baskets. It was like fifteen assists on those twenty made baskets. Um, the, the Bulls finished with twenty eight assists. They jacked up forty two threes and hit thirty eight percent of them. Hit sixteen of them tonight. And we missed like fourteen in a row at one point. They were jacking up threes, but the percentages lined up. You know, I mean, it. it, it no, I mean, I'm not. I'm glad to see that we're taking more threes. I'm glad to see that DeMar's taking threes. As you can see, his touch in the corners comes through. A shooter's touch, he had one roll on every part of the rim. Clutch gene. If people don't believe in that, just look at DeMar DeRozan. The guy does not shoot threes. And in the fourth quarter, when you need it, like in the game's on the line, and it was a fun atmosphere game. The United Center was popping. They were loud as fuck for a what is tonight? It's a what, Wednesday, right? For a Wednesday night, they're loud as I mean, goddamn, Goose, that was loud as a weekend. You know, no, this was popping. this was a playoff atmosphere, um, and it the, the whole game felt like a playoff game, except for the third quarter. If you're the Bulls, right? Um, which, well, and you tweeted that too. What told you that was going to happen? You just had that bad feeling in your stomach, or what? Or are we just going by past failures? It's just predictability at this point. Like, yeah. like for whatever reason, when we started the season, the first quarter was our. Our throwaway quarter, we didn't know how to play. We didn't know how to start. We seemed to kind of correct that 10-plus games in, and and then it became the third. Like we keep blowing leads. We had a 16-point lead again, Buzz, um, in a game that you have to have, almost a must-win game coming down the stretch here, and, and you blow it. And obviously it wasn't to a bad team, so it, it I can't say it feels better because losing never feels good, but it, it, admirable opponent. Uh, the finish shell shocked me. It stung me. Um, I didn't. I was ready to switch over to the podcast and look for the link. Uh, like thirty seconds left in the game, and then I just I had it. I had it, it built. <laughs> I, I minimized it, and I'm chilling. And I'm like, oh shit, you almost turned this off. And then uh, Foxy, uh, shit, like really, it, like you're not even supposed to be able to shoot threes, which is something he's been a little bit more consistent, or at least a lot more confident in. Uh, the last probably year and a half, and it sucks right now. He I mean, I'm is, happy for him, but fuck. 
he is a really, really awesome player. And I think why Sacramento is so successful is even though De'Aaron Fox is labeled as a point guard and he fits that mold of a point guard, and it's in his stats too, he, like, Sabon- when Sabonis is creating for that offense, he can move. De'Aaron moving without the ball is scary enough as it is because how fast he is, how he can cut, how he can get to the rim. But if he, if like hitting the three, no, he he's, a, he's a fucking problem, dude. No, and we're talking like step backs with ease and three feet behind the line. Like, he, this is not who he was as a shooter when he came into the league. And I'm sure it's why a lot of people had doubts about him. Uh, but the gamer that he is just comes through in the clutch gene and the work ethic. And I hate it. Sure does. just turned into the, the deer and Fox show, but after what he just did, Oh, watching him play, watching him plays, it, it screams to me. I'm telling you what, if he if he improves that well, three at the point same percentage, time you had him, you had him shutting Zach down on the other end. Oh, it, it wasn't it wasn't an issue for him either, and that's the thing, it wasn't an issue for him. So with Deere and Fox, can you guess what he's shooting from the field without looking at his numbers, just from the field? Fifty-two percent. That's fucking wild. You got yeah, it was fifty-one point three. Okay, you should go play the lotto real quick. If you yeah. hit that shit, please help help a brother out. I don't I want to work no more. I mean, yeah, of course. I appreciate that. But he's shooting yeah, thirty. Both just do this all the time. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, he's shooting thirty-three percent from three. If he could raise that goose like four percent, what's the volume? How many? How many uh, oh, it? what's the volume? I would have to go to basketball reference. You're gonna have to give me a minute. We need a stack guy, Chai Sports fan. What's the volume? I'm just kidding. I, I can look that up. Um, but no, watching him play tonight, him it didn't look like thirty-three percent at the buzzer. No, he went four for six tonight. So he obviously didn't have too bad of a time. Uh, you know, shooting the ball, dude, he looks good. And uh, the Bulls look good. It's just that third quarter where they fucking blew it. And, and the fact that Vooch went 0 for 7 from 3. Yeah, I was going to say, well, we've touched on that plenty too. When Vooch hits his 3, the Bulls win games. He's taking 5 a game. Okay. So the volume's up still. I mean, I'm not even going to say the name of it. It's just going to pop in my head because that's that's just. That's it's fun. actually not even his career high. His career high came in 2020-2021 season when he was, he was taking 5.5 a, a game. So this year he's at four point nine. Okay. Yeah, he uh, he shot thirty two percent that year. He's net the best year he's ever had shooting the rock from three was actually his sophomore year in which he played eighty one games. He shot seventy, or I'm sorry, seventy thirty seven percent from three on three attempts. So mm-hmm. yeah, he just keeps improving. You know, I mean, he's getting better. He's still a young player in the league, and first time All Star this year. He's got his team positioned in second place in the Western Conference, and they're. Uh, a really good cohesive unit with a fucking sleepy good bench. Yeah, they've just got shooters. They've got sneaky shooters. Yeah, they do, man. I mean, Malik Monk in that third quarter. The fact that him stupid. and Fox got reunited in the NBA too. Yeah, I know that's, wild. that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. That's I wonder, you know, if they, I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, I wonder if like that's where Fox, like Monk wanted to go. I mean, like uh, when. You have the kind of fall off that Monk did uh, in Charlotte with some, I believe, some nose candy problems, um, amongst other things. Um, and you end up on the Lakers for a little bit of a resurgence. I think going somewhere where you're comfortable so with someone that trusts you, that knows your game, is definitely the home. And Monk hit what, five, six threes tonight? Four. You know, hit at least four. Yeah, and then four. In the second half? Yeah. Okay. He's a really good boy. I, I just wish we could do that on a consistent basis. You know, I mean, Zach had 25, but he went seven for 22. I thought, I thought Kobe. He, he did get to the free throw line nine times, though. 
the way Kobe started the game, I thought he was going to be our monk tonight, and it just didn't pan out in the second He half. went four for seven from the field, four for six from downtown, so only one of his shots came at the rim tonight, um, and he, it was a missed layup. All of the other field goals he took were threes. Uh, he had 12 and points. Pat, him and Pat have been playing well together off the bench. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, what do you think that means for Kobe in the offseason? Does that lean towards I think him? Kobe. I, like we were talking about, I think Kobe's back. Okay. I, I'm starting to think more and more that Kobe White is back. Uh, the defense that he's playing, the fact that we know he can be a walking bucket, he just – that's what I said a couple shows ago. He just literally needs to put it together and be that guy, and I think he could do that. Um, you know, I just – I wish we could have got a little bit more because, I mean, we're in the 11th seed now. I believe we're a half game out, if I'm not mistaken, after tonight's I, loss. That would sound right. Uh, yeah, we're yeah we're a half game. So um, Washington won yesterday, so they're 32 and 37. The Bulls are 31 and 37. So Washington is 18 back. We're 18 and a half back of the first seed. So we are uh, we are in the 11 seed once again so, out of the play-in. So I guess that brings me to the Alex Caruso topic here. This is his 11th game of the season. Yeah. The Bulls fail to make the playoffs. How much of a disaster is it that they did not move him at the deadline with the value that he I think he's still – see, that's a cool thing about Caruso. I think he still holds value even in the offseason. I don't know if he's going to hold as much value, but it's, I think he'll it, hold some value. It's his contract that's so valuable at this point right, because right. it's under $10 million. I think he does still have two more years left on it. So and it always goes back to what you said about him in the first place. The guy isn't a lightning rod to be hurt all the time or to miss games. We are always putting him against guys that are way fucking bigger than him that bang, and he puts his body on line on any other plays, not on those guys. That's why he's hurt sometimes. But today is just an illness. I don't know what's up with him. I hope he's all right. You know, I hope it's not the vid or anything like that. But, you know, um, that is a cute little nickname, the vid. Um, but, you know, I – not having him, I don't even know if that would have really made a difference. Um, I wrote my article when he was announced out that it would have been really nice to have him and Pat Bev, like, you know, chasing these guys that love to run without the ball, like Fox and Herder, and then having Monk come in off the bench. Be great to have Caruso. Um, but I mean, I I still think they have value from just because of his contract and way he plays. You know, I, it might Fair not enough. be as much, but. Fair enough. Ah oh, man, I I hate losing on butters buzzer beaters. I like winning on buzzer beaters. That's fucking cool. Isn't that what's tricky about it? Is having a close game is what gets you so emotionally invested in it, and then you lose and you just want to cry. Well, yeah, I mean that's just because like, dude, they clawed back in that fourth. I mean, dude, they got outscored thirty-seven to twenty-two. They beat the Kings in every quarter of this game except the third, and they got fucking oh, they got killed in the third, thirty-seven to twenty-two. You can't let that shit happen. I think Zach scored the first, like, five or seven points of that quarter, too. I mean, it came, like, five minutes in because the yeah. Bulls, it was. Yeah, it was just like I said. It was a downfall. It was a collapse, and, and that's what they're known for. You called it predictable, and that's why it is predictable. It sucks, but it, it so is. So, but if we know it's predictable and they know it's predictable, how the hell does it happen over and over and over again? Like, what do they do at halftime? What are they doing in that locker room? What is Billy doing? I don't know. Or, or are they just singing each other's praises and giving each other back rubs, and then like we, we go out and like try to sing "Kumbaya" on the floor? Like what what's going on? I I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think it's just the build of this team. I think that that it's a it's a personality trait, and I think Billy shares that same personality trait. I think it's when the going gets tough and it starts getting hard. I mean, 
So I'm not people saying, are going hard. You, you're always going good. I'm not saying that they give up. I'm just saying that I, I don't know if there's another gear. You know, I don't know if there's another gear. I think they come out fucking fighting hard. And then I, I, I'm like, Sacramento is probably like, wow, we're down 10 going into the half. We're the second best team in the, in the Western Conference. Well, let's turn up the heat a little bit. And they do. The Bulls don't know how to respond. And this is what you get. So, and, so you're saying we just keep getting rope-a-doped? I, just, I, I feel like we we're getting Muhammad Ali out half. here. Yeah. Well, we're right. just throwing all our punches in the first half, and then the third quarter comes and we get our ass kicked? So kind of what it feels like, doesn't it? It does, but, like, how do you go to the, the half with momentum and then come out and go into a drought? Like, you're not – do we just get in that holier-than-thou mentality that we see too often against the bad teams um, where we only turn the extra gear on in the fourth quarter, which we did tonight? But, like, why are you taking it out of that gear to begin with? You, Every game is a must-win. Maybe they're not taking it out of gear. Maybe other teams are just like what Harry said in our comments right here. He just said teams can turn it on and off. Maybe that's what it is, man. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing. Even though Pat and Kobe did decent, you know, Pat scored above his uh, his season average and so did Kobe, we didn't get anything offensively from Io. We didn't get anything offensively from Pat Bev. We didn't get off anything offensively well, from Drummond. And well, Terry came in and hit a three. Dale and Terry hit a three-pointer. Yeah, and, and Terry hit a three. Uh, the big three had to carry us tonight as much as they could on pretty bad games. Vooch had 20 points, 14 boards, and three assists. On eight of 22 shooting, he scored 20 points. Took him 22 shots to get to 20 points. You know, I mean, DeMar was the most efficient guy out there tonight. He had four fucking threes. He went four for six from downtown. This guy didn't shoot threes. He went four for six from three, 10 for 20 from the uh, – Is it bad that it made me mad that DeMar had to do that? That, that Zach's game tonight, and obviously that's why you have multiple stars and guys that can score. But the the fact that Demar had to kind of go back to Demar Ball tonight because Zach didn't have it, it and, and that's and and that's what's funny, and and this is where I get argued with by a lot of people. Like I might have like you know, I've owned it, I owned it on the show the other night. Like I wrote that article on Zach Levine, like six hundred words. I wrote that article about hey man, you know maybe I was too hard on this, maybe I was trying to like look at this stuff. But then I kind of like think to myself, and I'm trying to like remain as non cloudy minded as possible here. But if you're just going down and looking at his fucking box score right now, oh, wow, man, 25-5-6. and six. God damn, good game, you know? But then you, like, do a little bit deeper of a dive. You're like, okay, 7 for 22. Could really, couldn't really get anything going against Aaron Fox. Got the line nine times, so that's good. You know, I mean, that's really good. Over this last couple months, he's been averaging six free throws a game. That's more than he, I think he ever has. So, like, you know, it, it, it's a pretty big deal, like, when he's doing things like that. It's just being the complete player and not being fooled by numbers that you see. And, and that's something that I feel like we have a leg up on as fans of this team and anybody else who covers a team like we do. Zach has these games where he balls the fuck out and he looks really good, super stupid efficient wise. Like Drew said the other night, he can't keep that up. And that's really the only way that it outweighs his flaws. Right. And he, he has to string a, a stretch together of 10, 12 games like that. And then you get a stretch of five to 10 games like this where the numbers are still there because he's going to get his numbers. The numbers are still there, but it's not the well, way that you want it. This team, he has to get his numbers or you're not going to score over 80 points. Right. This fucking guy. I'm telling you all the time with him. Not a stack guy. Even though I just used it to support my argument. <laughs> I use it to my narrative. Not You're yours. supposed to be the stat guy. Hey, you're supposed to be this. We're going to hire you, but you never show up to work on time, dick. So <laughs> figure it out, man. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, but I, I just one second. I, I do want to say, I don't know how Adam and Stacy missed Barnes hitting DeRozan on the elbow there on that call. Um, they're like, oh, did he land on him? Oh, I don't think he touched him. Like, no, nope, well, they, they, they missed the offensive foul and some bonus too. They had no idea what was going right. on. Like, oh, and then oh, I, will, I think there was an offensive foul. I will give Stacy a ton of credit because he was like, you got to play up on De'Aaron Fox. And even though his little graph that he did at the end of the game is like, Pat's got to start committing here. It's like, no, Pat can't start committing there because Herder's standing right there. And if Pat leaves Herder, Herder's wide. And, and Fox is a 33% three-point shooter despite <laughs> right. the clutch gene. Herder's like a 40% three-point shooter for his career. That's what happens against good teams. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Like, that's that's the thing here. Like, Herder's standing right there with Williams on him. Williams can't overcommit to Fox there because that Pat, there's still enough time on the clock to get that ball over to Kevin for him to have a wide open look. So and I don't have enough faith for Vooch to be able to get to Herder before, you know, when, when that pass gets there and to close out. I just don't see him getting anywhere near him. But it is what it is. De'Aaron Fox, that last shot was fucking impressive. Good for him. 33 minutes for him tonight, 32 points, three rebounds, one assist. Um, I'm just going to read off a couple stats. DeMar, 33-3-3 and three with two steals. Uh, Vooch, 20, I already read Vooch's. Um, Zach, 25, six assists, five boards. Um, so that'll end off my little stat reading. Patrick Williams, everybody's favorite guy, 5 for 12, 13 points. Uh, he went 3 for 5 from downtown tonight at four boards, two assists, four steals. And those steals were pretty – two of them were very sweet, um, uh, keeping that ball alive and, and turning it into points off the turnover for the Bulls. So that's all I got on this one, Goose. They they lost. It sucks. It is what it is. On to the next. Minnesota. Yeah, and um, Minnesota is in the playoff picture for in, in the Western Conference. They are the seventh seed right now. I do believe they lost to Boston tonight. They did by two. They did. Rudy Gobert got a flagrant after a flagrant following Tatum. Did you see that? No. Tatum post I'll send it to you. Tatum posterizes us. I'm not as cool as you. I don't have TVs everywhere. You're the king of the screens. I was watching that one on my phone. I've I've got one screen per room. I couldn't. I'll tell you something right now. I don't know if I could ever go back. You know what I'm saying? Like I really don't. I the three screens down here with these two. I I can't. I don't think I could ever go back. No. That's why I don't go on vacation. I spend my money on fucking screens for the my basement. My worker just had a baby, and he thinks if he buys the baby a mini TV, then he's going to be able to just play his video games. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I put a TV in the kids' room. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I did. Fuck yeah. I had a TV in my room when I was growing up, and I turned out just fine. I only drink sometimes during the week. So... <laughs> But anyway, okay, we've got the, we've got the, uh, yeah, man. I don't... <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. 35 and 35 Minnesota Timberwolves. They have a ton of size. Last time we played them, there was a players only meeting because they beat the shit out of us. What do you expect in this one? I mean, I'd like to think that Zach comes in with that chip, but apparently that didn't happen the last time we played them. And then we had to have a team-only meeting where most of the players were calling out Zach, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's what happened. That was after Dragic's comments that we don't play for each other. It will, game. and Dragic signed himself off of our roster. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you know, the wrong guy, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I guess only if that worked for Billy Donovan, in some people's opinion. Um, but... 
I expect the Bulls to kind of get some revenge here, or at least not let themselves get embarrassed. Um, though, like we touched on the last episode, this was kind of foreseeable to close the season. There's, there's one, there's like two easy games left. You got yeah. Charlotte to end the month and then Detroit to end the season. Other than that, it's all playoff teams. It is all playoff teams fighting for seeding. Probably maybe Milwaukee in that like third to last game might rest Giannis and their starters because their seeding might be set, but you don't know until that shows up. And you can't bank on that, especially when you're the 11th seed a half game back from the fucking Wizards. Yeah, I'm just, you know, hey man, whatever happens, happens. If, you know, just pick that lane. You know what I'm saying? When you think the when you think the ship has sailed, you try know to get that, they will. Try their to get the pride tip. is too strong. Man, fuck their pride. Try to go get one of those prospects. <sighs> serious? Fuck it. No, it's not. I know it's not. But, but yeah, we, I, we, I really we wish it. Lose another four in a row, and they would still. They might not have a choice for it to not happen, though. Just like you pointed out. No, no well, playoff teams. I mean, I guess the only thing you could say there is we tend to play those teams better than we do the shitty teams. So um, now when we're able to blow 16-point leads all the time, I mean, anything's possible. I'm getting attacked by a cat right now, which makes me – kind of reminds me, where the hell has Boo been? Oh, Boo's right over there. Okay, just just has learned their manners. Their, their yeah, you know, like those little fucking – you know those little spray bottles? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I fucking got them. Yeah, every time you run over here and try and jump uh, on my computer. Uh, okay. You know, uh, yeah, no. Uh, apparently, I had the office door closed too long because this cat is not leaving me alone. Oh well, he might he might need some food. You might feed, you need to feed your cat. All right, you have any closing if, thoughts before you get out? Yeah, of if, if you've seen this cat, you'd know that he doesn't need any food. He looks like fucking Garfield. Um, so no, I mean, try to win the rebounding battle against Minnesota. Yeah, good luck. Uh, d- don't let up uh, more than fifteen offensive rebounds. I suppose. Uh, and I guess keep taking over 35 threes. Uh, don't fall back into this under 30 because even on the most efficient night, we seem to lose games that way. So uh, even if you're missing 13 in a row, keep chucking, please. Uh, play 48 minutes of fucking basketball. That's all I got to say. Play 48 minutes. I know I sound like Norm Van Leer. This fucking guy, every episode kicks the thing, and now I'm on two screens. And I am not good-looking enough for two screens. But, yes, play 48 minutes of basketball like our friend, our old friend, the late, great Norm Van Leer used to say. Because if you don't play 48 minutes, you're not going to win the fucking game. So, it is what it is at this point. I didn't. I just said play 48 minutes of basketball. That's all you missed. No, I, I didn't miss anything. You just missed my face. That's um, very that true. Was, that was the fat cat. Yeah. Fucking yeah. fat cat. Well, we're going to get out of here before he destroys something else. So, everybody – be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on God damn it. Oh, yeah, I was right. Goose on Tap. Ooh, thought I messed up, but I didn't. No, you did it perfect earlier, too. Like, you nailed it earlier. You didn't hesitate. I've been looking in the mirror. About it. Yeah, I've been looking in the mirror and just practicing. Yeah, that's what I do. The Bulls should practice closing games. They should. They should also practice playing 48 minutes. Go to our YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll be back. When's that? Oh, I didn't even tell anybody when the next game is. When are we playing Minnesota next? It's going to be Friday night. Friday. Okay, First so we'll game be- of a back-to-back. We play Miami on Saturday. Great. Yep, so we'll be back Friday night after the Bulls take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Thanks, for everybody, for coming in live here. Uh, let's go, Bulls.